Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Yes. Uh, so, what are we up to this episode? Well, we've got a special guest, a, a very special guest. It's Jay the Horn Cub. He's here. Hi, Jay. How are you doing? Hey. Well, first, let me say Santa Ha. Oh. Um, but uh, I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good, yes. Listeners <laughs> who don't know, he's been watching Doctor Who. We'll come back to that later. Um, yes, I'm good, yes. Uh, I, we've got a fun-packed show uh, planned. For, uh, uh, so it's a good thing you turned up. Because, uh, um, yes, you'll, you'll be the perfect uh, big t- I mean, perfect uh, <laughs> uh, sidekick for a lot of what's going on. So mm-hmm. let me run the theme music, and when we come back, we'll, we'll get started. Run that theme music. It's time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Bob Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, he's the shy life podcast. Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy as bright. Slimy Gabler, it's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. It's all green and see Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, so, Jay, how are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Oh, yes, I'm not too bad. Um, we're recording just before, a week or so before Christmas, and it's already far too much. <laughs> you know me. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I, you're not a massive fan of the uh, season. No, uh, it's just... I was watching an episode. I, I I got a little bit behind on watching Neighbours, and I have to. I don't watch it when it's broadcast. I watch it on like a, 
like on the Channel 5 app. So you still have to have the adverts. So that's literally the only thing I watch where I have to see Christmas adverts. But I think I counted 22 adverts in a 20-minute program. Um, most of them before it starts, but then another block in the middle of the, the, the episode. And um, I'd quite like, I, you know, had I been able to have got, you know, not had to watch so many adverts probably would have got through three or four episodes but i was just like oh no i'm just going to watch one a day I, 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 that's too much too much um it, if it's not being all saccharine and kind of uh you know picture postcard christmas it's mm-hmm. it's it's sort of people having a massive christmas party with like 30 people in a room and i start to get sort of covid angst and kind of like, you shouldn't be doing that what are you doing so uh, one way or another, it just get, everything annoys me. So, uh, I, I love the ones where you know the husband is presenting a wife with a surprise Lexus or luxury <laughs> automobile. Like you know that happens every day here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even when we were kids, we might have got a bike or something. We might have got a big present, but right, totally never spent like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or thousands and thousands of pounds on presents. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's fine when you, you live in your little bubble or whatever your family does. You don't want to sit on TV or or see how many more presents this fictional right. family right. get. <laughs> you don't actually know if that's real, so you don't know whether to be jealous or not, or jealous of a fictional Christmas family, or um, or whether everybody is like that and it's just you who only gets an orange at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jay, I don't know whether you how much you've. It, it, you probably haven't heard that much about it, but we've been having trouble with vampires around here. Um, the listeners will the listeners will know by now. Um, it's all to do with Cromarty's, uh yoga group. Um, it, it it has a number of vampires in the group. Um, it's something we're trying to deal with, and, and we are dealing with. And so it's not so much that I wanted to mention. It it's actually uh, I was just thinking back because when we. Uh, in an episode I've just released, I wasn't sure what the collective noun for vampires was. So this is gone from scary horror to to um, English literature or <laughs> or English <laughs> language. Uh, but I think I refer to them as as a, as a coven of only because I was kind of being slightly jokey about oh you know you've got a coven of witches. What would would it be a coven of of vampires? Well, I actually googled it and. Um, apparently, there's no definitive, um, but there's quite a lot of suggestions. Um, uh, they say that a group of vampires is either a clutch, a brood, a pack, or a clan. Um, and also, um, coven has been used as a collective noun for vampires. Now, unless they, they've listened to my episode and now it, it changed their, their website, which I doubt. <laughs> don't feel that such a bad guess um a house of vampires is also uh, a suggestion but but uh, you know we, so we may have a, a coven of vampires around here we're just not sure what to to do with it but listeners will, will have heard some of what we've been going through but i don't i don't right. want to at least um, they're keeping fit well yes yes um <laughs> i mean the first thing that cromartie knew about it was that he recognized one, one of them because it was a vampire he'd 
gone out with 25 years ago, uh, and, and she looked exactly the same as as, as she had back then. So, yeah. so wait, are the classes all at night? Um, well, thing is, I think vampires have, have adapted. So, uh, um, I, I uh, one way or another, I, 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 it's hard to know, you know, whether the they, if there are more vampires in the group now because they've been converting people um, since the winter. There have been a lot more. You know, they, uh, uh, Ick mentioned that uh, he'd heard people possibly uh, exercising, but then we weren't quite sure what what that might mean um, because there's lots of different forms of exercise. But um, so yes, we're, I think there's an inner circle of this of this yoga group. Um, so. I just don't know. Vampires, I think, have, have adapted. So it might be that they can be seen at dusk or or, or, or in the day with the right sunglasses on. Of um, uh, yeah, but it's unfortunate. Yeah, we've got we've got a lot to learn, and uh, at the moment um, they haven't been seen. But we're kind of keeping clear of the area. The trouble is, they exercise quite close to the magpie hut. You know, that's something that Yeti Uncle John usually deals with. But uh, we all t- we all take turns. But uh, anyway, so I just wanted. I just yes. Whilst I was thinking of it. I, I thought I'd just let the listeners know about um, uh, about what what, uh, what what our collective group of vampires is. We looks like I hit the nail on the head at least partially. I've got a little quiz. Well, it's not really a quiz. It's a uh, a call my bluff type thing, which I'm going to um, see if you can get the answer to a few of these. Okay. So it's going to be I, I give you a word. And you, and I give you three options as to what that word means, and you have to guess. And um, uh, we did do this on one of the catch-up episodes with the, with the regulars, but the, this is a lot more simple. Um, there's no, no no weird anecdotes. But, uh, <laughs> um, so the first word is this is where I have the problem. I have to pronounce the word. Um, Hagiology. H a g i o l o g y. Okay. <laughs> does that word does that word mean a study of saints or a study of witches or a system used when determining the strength the physical strength of animals, do you think? You know what, I, I feel like I've heard that word before. I mean not in any kind of regular use, but it just sounds familiar. But I, I still have no idea. Um I don't think it's the third one. No. Um Saints. What was the second one? Witches. Uh, witches. Well, I know sometimes witches are called hags, which would make me wonder if that's where the first part of the word came from. But I don't know if that's too on the nose or whether that's. I mean, my first my first inclination is to go with A, but um, yeah, I'll stick with A. I guess saints. You're, well, you uh, you should stick there and stay there because you're right. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um, We'll do, we'll do a couple more, and I'll probably save the rest for end of the episode after the title stuff. But we'll, okay. we'll do a couple more because I've, I've got some surprises for the regulars coming up for you. So, okay. um, so the next word is nappy form. That's N A P I F O R M. Um, so that's is it something that's shaped like a nappy? Is it something <laughs> that is able to fit inside a circle, or is it something that's shaped like a turnip? Oh my god. Um, I don't think it's the first one. <laughs> I'm going to go with B. It's inside a circle. I think I would have gone for that, but actually, it's something that's shaped like a turnip. You wouldn't, huh. you wouldn't think okay. that they would be. Wouldn't you just say turnip shaped? <laughs> right, right. Um, exactly. I wouldn't yeah. have thought anything would be would have that specific of a, a yeah. definition. Yeah. Um. Well, so we'll do we'll do one more for now. Okay. Um. The next word is gigong. 
G-I-G-O-N-G. Is that a name for an acupuncturist needle, a type of Chinese meditational exercise, or an ancient type of spear? Oh, Lord. I mean, this is going to be just a complete guess. <laughs> yeah. um, um, let's go with A, acupuncture. Um, it isn't, I'm afraid, but it is a Chinese meditational exercise. I think, oh, I, would okay. have, think I would have gone for the needle as well. But, uh, well, we'll keep some the next word I'm not looking forward to pronouncing. So <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not drinking during the show. Uh, because I, could, I don't think I could pronounce it now, let alone at the end of the show. But, uh, right. Uh, well, you can always just spell it, not, drop, not even try to uh, pronounce yeah. it. That's up to you. Jay, I know in a minute you're going to ask me um, something about some questions, or at least a question about the UK. But before we do, I think it's probably time that uh, I, I shared a subtle part clip or, or if we can't find one of those we'll, we'll, we'll put a, a calum quiz one or one or other but okay um yes so, so yeah coming up next a uh, a southern park clip uh, from the 1990s some of the smaller doors. Jed and I followed the men who had been at the rear of the column. When the door for which they were heading was reached, one of the men opened it. He and his three companions went inside. Jed and I followed, then stopped in surprise. There is nothing what we can do except wait until we recover. Yes, we shall recover. Then we shall return to Birmingham. It'll give us more time anyway, Gavin. It'll give us more time to work out what we should do. Yes. Yes, I know. It is a good idea. But, but George Person, have you not understood? What? Who warned Paul? Well, not who warned Paul, but who warned the blacky, whitey people? that we were doing plan. They did not know it was us or we would be in trouble by now. But someone had told them that something nasty was going to happen. Who could it have been? I do not understand. I don't know. It could be that there's some sort of double agent or double spy involved or something. Maybe one of the nursing staff at this clinic is uh, is a spy. I don't know. Quick, be quiet. Here comes one of the nursing sisters. We must be careful. Meanwhile, in some foreign country somewhere, Graham has landed in his plane, but it was not a good journey. The plane did not land safely, and Graham is very ill after the journey. A nurse comes to see him. Spread. That's your nice cushion. Do not worry. I shall go and get some food 
for you. Would you like mixed ya a yak's brain? Mixed yak's brain or, 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 what would you like? Would you like, oh no, your fingers, are they broken? Would you like mixed yak's brain or would you like, um, would you like, uh, uh, uh sort of, uh, regurgitated, uh, uh, elk or, oh, no, you're obviously not very comfortable, so I'll go and get you something to sit with on, with your feet, you'll get cold. Well, you won't have to stay in this country too long. The journalists won't find you here. You'll be all right, we love. I'll go and get you something for your feet. Keep you warm. And then I'll get you some regurgitated yak milk, okay? Oh, my scotty birdie. Oh, no. He's got oh, some slippers. Oh, yes. Some, oh, nice slippers. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He'll like these ones. That'll keep his, his feet nice and warm, like. Oh, he'll be so happy. Won't he? Well, <laughs> it was just great that you were there at the time, I must say. I was very pleased. That's all right. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> well, I'm also glad to tell you that they said they, uh, back in white, he said they might come back with me to Birmingham. It's very useful. No, we thought we'd like to. It's probably the best thing. You'll probably be hanging around. Well, if I can't be tomorrow, that's when I'm going. Finishing packing. Oh, I've got a message. Uh, do you mind if I play a message to the viewers? I've got a... Yeah, the message from Kerry. We may get to see him after all. I think he's coming back. Possibly. Paul. It's Kerry. Hello, Kerry. I need to take recording. Things are reasonably back to normal. I hope you weren't worried about my last message. I managed to sort things out then. That was the message when, uh, well, something a bit odd happened. But I've seen him since then, so he's still okay, as far as I know. Uh, yeah. Go on, go on. Where's we that? need oh. to do something about this. We need to do, yes, well, we're going we back. meet up at Birmingham. Yeah, meet up. <laughs> I'm going back. And do something. We will. Stop these fuckers. I now. beg, I beg your part. That's, oh dear. He hasn't cleaned his language up at all. Hello? Can we have some suggestion, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> That's the end of the message, basically. Don't know who that other person was at the end of the message, but there you go. Well, that's about it. Um, all packed and ready to go back. Well, not ready, but you know, as ready as I'll be. Ah, well viewers, next time you see me I shall be in Birmingham. Um, it's been interesting down here. Still as busy as ever. Um, what I must do, one of the main priorities when I get back is to work out the voodoo. What was going out on with that. Horner has a theory that uh, there was definitely some link between the New Year celebrations and all those extra voodoo dolls that were being made. So had that business at New Year actually gone on, um, had it succeeded with Backhold, then nasty feeling that it would have had something to do with voodoo, but obviously with my extra wish that I had, that I managed to avert that. Obviously, as I say, I remember very little about the whole thing, but... Ah, well, that's it for now. I, uh, I shall see you soon. Ah, oh, yes, Clive. I don't... I wouldn't worry about it. It's a big move. 3.24 p.m.
It's a big move for all of us, Clive. Paul's going back, and we're going with him. We've got to stick together. We're a group. We're a, a battle force. It's a new beginning, you know, Clive. A new beginning. The beginning of something far more dangerous. Far more dangerous than anything Paul has encountered so far. You're not looking forward to it? Well, neither am I, Clive, neither am I. It could be the death of us all. And so, Paul's journey back up to Birmingham for his last six months near Sutton Park is on its way. Paul is leaving. He'll be facing many more terrors, many more adventures. Let's hope he gets through them. Hi viewers. Hi, how are you? Well, I have moved in. It is a new era of Southern Park. I'm here, you're here, and goodness knows what else is going to happen in the next six months. I got used to this room as well. Um, I'm not sure if Kerry's actually coming back. Um, I heard that he might be. Um, anyway, I've got two new to both rooms. Um, I'm going to have to make my first visit to Sutton Park pretty soon, I would think. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, hmm. I really don't know what to expect. It, uh, uh, anyway, I better go and see if Horn has arrived. He's uh, coming via the, via the cupboards. The network. Yeah, amongst the cupboards, yeah. Uh, I shall go and see if he's coming, if he's here. Hello viewers. How are you? Gosh, I wish I hadn't agreed to come through those wardrobes. All blocked up with Christmas presents and things. Hmm. Christmas presents that no one wanted. Hello Ben. <sighs> Hello Clive. Good, good. Good baby one again. Oh, right. Well, uh, hmm. No sign of Paul. Oh well, uh, I suppose it's up to me to talk to you then. Um, how are you? Okay? See, Paul's got the room nicely sorted out. Oh, well, let's just hope things in Sutton Park aren't quite as, uh, hmm, quite as terrible as usual, but I have a nasty feeling they will be. In fact, I know they will be. It's obvious. We'll probably all get killed. Isn't that wonderful? Hi viewers. Hi viewers. Yes. How are you? <coughs> well, I trust. Yes, uh, so we haven't got the mirror that we had over there before. That picture is there instead. Um, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to talk to you. Well, at least I can move around the room and talk to you and should be interesting-ish. Um, yes. Not very nice weather out there, I must say. It's all the windy. Anyway, um, I'm all packed and moved in. Got my posters up in the wall. Horner's making some food downstairs. Probably scared that I'm not to death. Uh, no sign of Kerry yet. No sign of Kerry. 
Um, but I expect I shall get himself sorted out tomorrow. Uh, go to university, see a few people, see if they've heard anything from him. Um, basically it there for now then. I shall probably talk to you tomorrow. Until then, good night. Ah, viewers, tis I, Katrina. I thought it was time that I spoke with you. The one named Paul and his foolish friends are elsewhere. But I have plans for Paul. A trap. A trap waiting in Sutton Park. I have a trap. It will not kill him. In fact, he, if he's clever enough, he will return alive. But it is a game, a game which I will find immensely enjoyable. Yes, a trap waits for him in Sutton Park. A trap which may blow his mind. Which could be quite painful. Mm. It is only a matter of time before Paul heads to the park. And I shall be waiting. Meanwhile, as Katrina is busying her plans, Paul is already on his way to Sutton Park. Along with Horner, he plans to explore the old territory to see exactly what has happened during his absence. long enough, we've got to get out of here. Did I find you, Horner? Oh, yeah, I've scouted around. Despite the fact that they're supposed to know we're here, um, no sign of it yet. I've got the, the, voodoo, the voodoo cube. Um, we'll have to do some more experiments with it, aren't we? Um, it's getting late, what are we, we going to do now then? Um, well, Probably best if you get out of the park now. Take the cube back with you. Get back home. Um, we're gonna. We left it rather late in the day to come here. We, we ought to come back here sometime next week, later in the week. We need to really plan things out though. I'm gonna stay here a little bit longer though. I, I'm going to uh, hang around, see if I can contact any of my old friends, see what the rumours are about me, see if anyone realises that I'm still. Uh, um, well, I'm still working with you. Is that alright? Yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, I'll head out then. Yes, all right. I'll, I'll see you later. Yeah, see you all and good luck. What was that? Paul? Paul? I heard something. Paul? The trap is set. It is time. It is time! And we're back, there we go. I, I hope that was a very exciting clip. I, I won't know until I edit the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> we're not that well organized um so um jay your question about the uk what was or, or uk related question what, what were you going to ask me yes yeah, so um it's not really about the uk but i'm curious you know how so many um uh uk actors wind up coming over to the states and and being in like you know big blockbusters and things like that i was curious as to whether um you feel like there's any actors that um you've lost interest in or uh feel like they went a little too um big star slash you know uh hollywood on you that used to be used to find more interesting and the reason i ask this is um because um <clears throat> i used to really like the peg frost duo you know from uh Shaun of the dead and spaced and um uh what's the um what's the one in the village where they're the cops I'm just, uh, yeah um it's uh, escaping my mind yes yeah um hot buzz, <clears throat> so, hot buzz. yes yes hot buzz. but simon Pegg got so big and came over to you know the states and is in star trek and all kinds of things i don't think he's any worse of an actor or anything like that but i kind of felt like i enjoyed them much more when they were a less known treasure than they are now yeah and also if 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 you don't because isn't he also in like uh simon Pegg in like the mission impossible yes um, and i'm not i'm not massively that excited about watching mission impossible or the star trek movies to be, to be honest um so i've kind of lost track a bit of what he but I, he, that, that he's definitely a good example where, where i kind of preferred when he was sort of doing original stuff rather than being in franchises of, show, of, of, of shows that i are top of my my list but i'm, I'm right uh, and well we've also talked about how um, his co-star from space jessica stevenson is probably the most talented out of those people or certainly as talented you know she was in space and, and wrote space and was an equal partner in space and then yeah. um but ha hasn't gone her career hasn't quite gone down the same route although she is i would say i think i would pref in a way i would prefer her career because i think she um she she has done things that have been successful over here yeah. And I think she could probably get away with doing something really serious <clears throat> as well, in a way, or if something really good came up. Um, she could probably adapt, um, and she probably has. I just haven't, and I just haven't seen it in a way that people probably wouldn't even think of casting Simon Pegg because he's known for comedy or action or right. Um, so, so, so yeah, it's hard to it's hard to know whether her just because she hasn't gone to be in blockbusters in america she she might have done better staying staying here and and being in things and might potentially still you know end up being sort of like a like one of those people like judy dench or something in the future where right um, or Helen uh, Mirren. yeah but it's funny with some of the and it's some funny slightly going off the point it's funny with some of these act actresses who maybe i was introduced to them in the middle of their careers um, somebody exactly like Judy Dench in the eighties, I would have said, Oh, she was just somebody on sitcoms. Right. I didn't know that she'd had at that point, she'd probably was quite happy doing those sorts of shows, but cause she'd really done think, you know, lots of good work that I had no idea about a lot of it on stage. Uh, and, uh, and so until I found out more about her, 
when suddenly she was starting to be in really high profile things, I was thinking, oh, she, she's jumped from being on a sitcom to being, well, no, stupid Paul. She, she, she was already, but, but you could have, you know, as, as a child, Yes. Pre pre um, uh, Wikipedia, <laughs> she, she, uh, she was just one of the, those people who, uh, uh, you know, quite a lot of people like that, like Richard Briers, who from The Good Life, and he did a lot of sitcoms, but he was somebody who did Shakespeare and was highly yeah. highly regarded. And there are those those actors who who ne- didn't necessarily leave the country, but but sort of. Uh, did do stuff which you would have said was quite throwaway at the time. Although, I mean, are sitcoms throwaway or not? I mean, people still love going back to them. So they may they 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 may have been in the same way as Doctor Who was wasn't made wasn't made to be being watched sixty years later um, or nearly sixty <laughs> years. Um, but people are people are still are still watching um, old black and white episodes of Doctor Who. Um, so. It's not it's not quite far back as that, but I'm wondering if a lot of people did like what we did, where um, that Call Me Cat show had come on here last year, um, and then I found out it was basically uh, executive produced by Miranda Hart, who I knew from other things, and I knew she had done the show Miranda, but I had never seen it. I had only seen her as like a co-star on other shows, and um, and we happened to find that after hearing after not liking Call Me Cat. We found Miranda and then like, I mean, and, and it's unusual, like Ron has strange, I don't want to say strange taste, but he probably, we don't always have the same taste in humor. Like I like dumber stuff than he does, but um, he was very much enamored of that show as well. So we discovered that because we didn't like the American version of, you know, of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching, do you like Rick and Morty? I can't, I can't remember. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of seen some of it, but then when I've been uh, over at a friend's house, he, he showed me more. Um, and then I decided this year um, for one of my Christmas presents, I asked Nick to get me season five, which I don't think is only on any streaming services at the moment, but it has been no, released on, on it has been released on DVD. So I thought, oh, I'll, I'll watch something which is ahead of the you know which, which is ahead of the streaming. Um, probably right. only for probably only for two weeks or something but uh, um but yeah yeah I mean, going back to your original question about actors the the one i think of that isn't well who isn't an actor but it's somebody who was on tv a lot is um is cat Dealey, the tv presenter mm-hmm. who who Dealey was named after um you know one one minute she's on saturday morning tv and then i think i probably wasn't even aware for quite a while probably because i was doing things or wasn't what wasn't what maybe i was dating somebody or i was so i wasn't in, in the same place i had been um on a saturday morning so you know i sort of lost track that she was no longer over here and then you sort of realize oh she she is doing she didn't just go off and you know leave tv she went to america and became famous over there um, right. doing the same sort of things she'd done over here but, uh, but i mean certainly we see it with musicians all the time you know they get big in the UK and then they wind up coming to the States or living here half the time or things like that.
So um, I'm going to hand you over to Cromarty, who has a little surprise. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I'll be back in a bit. Okay. Hello, Jay. It's me, Cromarty. How are you? Hi, Cromarty. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Uh, good, good. Me, me too. Um, I, I'm here, especially, uh, well, I know we have been promising for a long time now uh, to introduce you to some actual dinosaurs. We know that is something that you really want to do. Um, well, I cannot promise you the, tra the time travel thing. It's all a bit dangerous and, you know, we, we're worried about losing you in the past. Right. And, uh, but what it is possible to do now is to um, present you with, um, this is due to your long service on the Shy Life podcast and in <laughs> okay. podcasting in general. Uh, we're sure there must be, you must be some big anniversary or something we don't know. Um, but we can present you, and I, with my scientific knowledge, I can present you with a, uh, a virtual reality dinosaur, which you can keep in your house as, as a member of your family. But, oh, nice. So, I like but, that. Yes. Well, what we, we thought we'd do, it's maybe talk a little about some of the possible um, uh, dinosaurs that, because, you know, maybe the T-Rex would be a bit too big, but there are probably other ones that, um, that, that you might want to consider first. For for instance, you know, have you ever considered having an Allosaurus as as a pet? I don't know how much you you know about an an, an Allosaurus. Um, it, it's it's its name means a different lizard. Yes. Um, it, it is car it is a carnivore, of course, but it would only be a virtual reality carnivore, so it wouldn't eat you or or, or anybody that you uh, is near and dear to you. Um, <laughs> they. Uh, the the Allosaurus it lived in the late Jurassic period. Um, that that was it's it sort of that's just before the the Cretaceous um, uh, mm -hmm. uh, period. But uh, um, about 150 to 155 million years ago, so about the time the big fatty was first come on, came on the earth. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Um, it's the 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 the. the other dinosaurs that were around at the same time were the Diplodocus mm -hmm. and the, the Stegosaurus. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they, 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 what else can I tell you? They, they, uh, they have three fingers on their arms uh, to help them rip uh, apart meat. You know, uh, well, obviously virtual reality meat in this case. But it has a it has a tail. It has a large skull. It has um, uh, big teeth. Uh, yes. So you know, um, and I think. They used to live, particularly in Portugal, for some reason. I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure why. Well, the weather's beautiful there, so you know yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah, and they also lived in North America, so you might find that uh, we can get you one that uh, uh, they are actually still quite big. They are bigger than a person, so yes. although not as big as a T-Rex, they they are bigger than you. So, um, well, yeah. I, I think we could work around it. Um, I think all three of your choices are bigger than me. <laughs> yes. Um, the the most complete skeleton of an allosaurus was found at Canyon City, Colorado. So, um, so at least they they uh, uh, you know they, they come from uh, they come from your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. who, who are the dinosaurs in your neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they also they used to weigh four tons. So, uh, and they are eight point five meters. Well, their length, that's their length. So, um, so uh, I, I thought maybe I'd ask you to 
so out of some of the other ones I have, maybe you'd like to hear some more. What mm -hmm. about, uh, I'll read a few of them and you tell me what you'd like to hear more about. Okay. Uh, uh, Brachiosaurus, Diplodocus, Gigantosaurus, Iguanodon, uh, Spinosaurus, Stegosaurus. We're going to leave the T-Rex because they just think it's impractical even in a virtual reality form. Triceratops, Velociraptors. I think there are others, but that's probably enough for now. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Which would you like to hear more about? Uh, let's go for the iguanodon. Oh yes, I'm definitely curious about that gigantosaurus. Maybe we look at that one afterwards. Um, so iguanodon, like <laughs> the one I cannot pronounce, of course. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Iguanodon. It says that's how you pronounce it. Iguanodon. Iguanodon. Mm -hmm. yep. If you say it fast enough, it gets there. Um, the meaning of its name is iguanatooth. Uh, they lived in the R. Uh, they lived in the early Cretaceous period, so a little bit on from uh, the Allosaurus. It was a herbivore, which might be more practical, even in a virtual uh, way. Sure. Uh, they were 39 feet long, 12 meters long. Uh, they weighed up to 3.5 tons, which is about as much as a van, apparently. So a little bit lighter than the Allosaurus. But I guess it depends if they were on a diet or, you know, what... Uh, <laughs> you know, what time of year it was, uh, how big a tree they'd eaten recently. Um, so, what else can I tell you? They um, they lived 126 to 125 million years ago in the early Cretaceous period. You said, said some of that. Yeah, Iguanodon had a really, ha had really long, oh, it had a really long little finger, which it used to gather food. Okay. Their thumbs had spikes on top to help them stab food. Uh, so I guess they could do a nice sort of vegetarian kebab on the end of their thumb, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Their teeth would be replaced throughout their lives to help them chew tough plants. It doesn't say whether that was involving a dentist or whether, um, or whether that just naturally occurred. But, uh, um, but they did also use their, th their thumb spike to protect themselves against predators. Obviously, you, you know, there is plenty of... Uh, drawings of how they're, they're supposed to look. So before you make your, you don't have to rush to make your decision, um, uh, but you, you can have a look at what, what they look like. Um, apparently, although they are considered or, or, or the ornithopod dinosaurs, uh -huh. they're bird-like, and they walk on two feet, um, but they can also walk on all fours. Um, but their arms were 25% shorter than their legs. Where did they live? They lived in Europe, um, in Africa, and in America. They were all but, over the place. Yes. Apparently, they lived in England and Belgium and on the Isle of Wight. Oh. The, the Isle of Wight is the, uh, I know that is the home of the Yeti. That's where they come from. So I don't know. I think the Yeti must have come, come later. But uh, I'm guessing so. Um they're still bigger than a person, though. So but that's another one to consider. We'll look at just one more. Uh, okay. that we'll have to pass you back to Paul. Let's do the Gigantosaurus one. Yes, let's do that. Um, Gigantosaurus. Ah, here we go. Oh, it's one of the biggest. I guess we should get that from the <laughs> uh, No surprise with that name. Yes. Uh, it's a massive dinosaur. It was a meat eater. Um, it was also from the Cretaceous period. Uh, so a little bit, you know, after that, Allosaurus around the same time, maybe as let's have. A, oh, I think it's even later than um, the Iguanodon. It's the sort of second half of the Cretaceous period. Um, you pronounce the name Gig 
I think we're just better pronouncing it as we were. Jiganotus, uh, uh, or no, I think we just pronounced it as we were doing it. That works the, meaning of, yeah, the, the meaning of their name is giant southern lizard. Uh, they had very small brains and uh, uh, a little bit like it, Uncle John, it says here. Um, <laughs> not listening. Uh, their length was around 40 feet long and they weighed up to 13 tons, almost two elephants. Um, so, yes, very. They don't, I guess, it only looks so small on the screen, the drawing. Um, oh, they lived about 90, 97 million years ago in the late Cretaceous period. Uh, this was earlier than more well-known dinosaurs such as Triceratops or T-Rex. So, uh, yes. um, so, they're a little bit smaller still than the Spinosaurus, which we haven't discussed this time. But, uh, so... Um, Oh dear, despite its size, it had a tiny brain. Uh, it, the brain is about the size of a small cucumber. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, like maybe like a pickle or something. Not turn up shaped? Yes. It is thought that these dinosaurs would have hunted large herbivores like the titanosaur. I don't know about the titanosaur. Um, it would have had an excellent sense of smell. Its teeth were shorter and narrower than those of the T-Rex, but good for slicing flesh. Good grief. Yeah. Now, for some reason, well, this is where they've been found. Um, they found one in Patagonia in southern Argentina. So that's the only place that, that, that they've been sighted. Well, not sighted, found. So I'm sure, but I'm sure they have been found other places. But uh, um, the first fossils were found by an amateur fossil hunter called Ruben Carolini in 1993. I guess they mean of this particular dinosaur. It's uh, strange to think that, uh, uh, like, new, new whole new types of dinosaur were being found as late as that. It's like finding missing episodes of Doctor Who in behind filing cabinets in in Hong Kong or something. Right. Uh, um, yes. So, uh, th apparently, their skulls would have been six foot in length. Or over six foot in length. Just, that's just their skull. So that's like, you know, uh, 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 the size of a man, their skull. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. But, uh, well, the cucumber brain. The cucumber brain, yes. Um, we, we, I will keep this site up. Paul is saying that maybe we can uh, do one more at the end of the show. Okay. So, uh, I'll hand you back to Paul. Nice talking so, to you. So anyway, yes, yes, and, and uh, so I, I forgot what I was going to say, Jay. Uh, so you, you think about which dinosaur, and I'll make you, um, and maybe later in 2022, uh, we can. Uh, in, uh, I will develop it, and uh, we will present it to you live on the show. So, that sounds great. Thank you. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, my, my pleasure. Yes. Well, Jay, um, uh, that, that's. Uh, uh, a lovely gift. Yeah. I've seen some of uh, Cromarty's virtual reality work, and um, I, I believe he, uh, he, you know, he's pretty good at it. And uh, I believe he, he wasn't actually on the team, but he uh, gave some suggestions um, to the people working on the ABBA, ABBA, avatars. So, uh, so, so, so if you see one of them, if one of the avatars looks a little bit dinosaur, you'll know that's uh, <laughs> that was the one that was talking to uh, Cromarty.
Hey, uh, I've got some good news. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> We've got somebody else to, to come and join the show. Um, uh, 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 to- Toppy's here. Oh, cool. Toppy, Ooh. Toppy, come in. Hi guys. Hey, what's going on? Oh, we've just been doing a, a special J episode, but it's okay for you to be in it as well. All um, right. Yeah, he he got to meet some dinosaurs. Well, some, no, he got to choose a dinosaur. He's going to have a he's going to have a virtual reality dinosaur as a pet, aren't you, Jay? Yeah. You just got to decide. Yeah, Cromarty, Cromarty's doing it. Oh it's dear. Very exciting. Yeah. Be, you'll be fine. All I'm right. Sure, you'll be fine. I hope Jay doesn't have to feed it. Uh, I Maybe virtual reality food. But oh, yes. okay. Because I heard that costs a lot. I've, I've got a game I want to play with you both. Um, it, it, it's about monsters. It, oh. it's, it's sort of like, not exactly Russian roulette monsters, because I think it's a 50-50 thing. Um, but I'm, I'm going to ask you to choose numbers between 1 to 24, uh, and and it'll be random as to what number you pick, whether you pick a naughty, nasty monster or a nice, kind monster um, or right. creature. So... Um, so yes, it's one and twenty between one and twenty-four. Who would like to go first? You can go ahead, oh. Toppy, since you're just joining us. All right, uh, let's do twelve. Let's see. Ah, oh, you well, you got a nice creature. It's an elf. I think it's a Christmas elf. Uh, uh, that, although elves can be, they can be a little bit. They can sort of swing on a. If they're feeling nice, they can be nice with. Um, yeah, but, they can be mischievous. Uh, some are nice. Is this an elf I can just uh, put on my shelf? <laughs> I think I think I think you probably can. Yeah, don't think it's going. I don't think it's vampiric. It's no no fangs, as far as I can tell. Okay. Uh, so, well, anyway, so so you 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 you're okay. Your 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 choice hasn't devoured you. So excellent. Um, so, Jay, what number are you going to pick? I will pick, what did you say it was, through 24? Mm. I will pick 18. Okay. Oh, oh dear. Um, <laughs> you've, got the, you've got the ghost of Christmas yet to come. These are very Christmassy. I know it's a bit after Christmas now, but, uh, um, yeah, the, 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 I think the, these are very wintry creatures. But you've got the, Christmas, the ghost of Christmas yet to come, and he says he's naughty. The most daunting of the ghosts, he resembles the Grim Reaper in a hooded cloak, only showing a hand which points to the future. No. Um, oh, I wanted the big, burly, bearded one. Which one was he? Was he past? <laughs> he, might, he was past. I think he might be Chris. Well, in, in the picture, I think Christmas present is, is, is looks oh, a bit. Okay. Gordon the Crypt Keeper. Though he he he's a bit like the Grim Reaper, and he's lovely. So I think you know there's a little bit of a there's a bit of, there's a little bit of a, um, a misconception about some of these these baddies. Just because you're dressed like the Grim Reaper doesn't mean to say that you you wouldn't you know be nice. It's just Gordon's not able to give you a big hug because you probably disintegrate. But you know, he, really <laughs> he probably didn't love to the Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, it's uh, you know it's difficult. But, um, <laughs> Toppy, choose another number. Let's see if you can uh, keep your record of picking nice. All right. uh, Let's go with five. Let's see what have we got. Five. Well, apparently you've got um, an Italian or Russian sort of um, uh, wintry creature thing, but it's it's um, it's called La Bifana or La Bifana, uh, also known as Babushka in Russia. La, Babushka! La, yeah, la, but I thought, well, anyway, La Bafana is a gentle old witch 
She travels the world on a broomstick, leaving cookies in children's houses. But oh. in, the Kate Bush, in the Kate Bush song, Babushka's a bit more violent than that, I think. So, yeah. Again, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm not sure she's as nice as she makes out. But. Well, I listen, if cake, uh, I mean, if cookies and milk are, you know, I'm fine with that. But how much that was something you wore, but I guess not. Well, it is. It's okay. like a scarf over the head kind of thing. Where is she going to keep all these cookies on her broomstick? It's not like it's the best. It's not like the best sort of uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, transport for carrying luggage. She puts them in her babushka. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I want to have any now. <laughs> um, Jay, yes. uh, what number would you like now? Uh, three. Oh. <clears throat> I don't know what this says about you, Jay, but uh, uh, you've chosen another naughty one, naughty or it says that they're called, they're from Iceland. They're called the Yule Lads. They are, there's 13 of them. Um, they are the sons of Gryla. Now, I think Gryla is, is, is another one of the options. I, I think I better find out who Gryla is. Oh, I kind of know who they are. They were in an episode of Sabrina, I believe. Okay. Well, Gryla is a giant troll who leaves her cave dwellings to kidnap and feast on the naughty children who haven't bathed their parents. So they're the sons of Gryla. So I guess okay. they're... I oh, guess, uh, I just ran across... Uh, is is Gryla in, in seen as a gigantic cat that, come, um, that, eat, that eats the kids that don't have fresh clothes for Christmas Day? <laughs> <laughs> well, not here she's not, but uh, she might be able to shape change. Um, Matt um, game just posted something, and I know he used the word Gryler. Anyway. Well, her sons, they're known for being pranksters. They're each identified by their own stunt. For example, spoon liquor or window peeper. <laughs> so, okay. dear, oh dear, Jay, you keep, <laughs> keep picking the naughty ones. Um, yeah, let's say something. Uh, I'll let you choose one more each, and then I might just... To, uh, read a couple that if you haven't picked them that I want to mention so Toppy okay. choose another number please 11 <laughs> Toppy you've chosen another nice one uh-huh. <laughs> you see, uh, um, you've got Frosty the Snowman uh-huh. <laughs> with a corn cob pipe and a button nose Frosty the Snowman has the ability to come to life if it's cold enough you may see him dance around uh-huh. happy birthday the only trouble is when they when they uh, <laughs> When people make snowmen, but it's actually a corpse inside that, they, that <laughs> yeah. people don't find out until after Christmas. <laughs> right. Um, not all snowmen are nice snowmen. Frosty is it's always nice, of course. There we go. Uh, well, one more from you, Jay. Uh, Twenty-four. Oh, you picked up. You picked. You picked a nice one. I don't believe it. Oh. <laughs> You've got Santa. Uh, originally known as St. Nicholas, the big man himself is renowned for bringing gifts to the nice children around the world every Christmas Eve. Yeah, we all know Santa's not that innocent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to mention, there, there are a few more that are true, because originally I was looking for winter, like ghouls or ghosts, and this is what this is the first thing that came up. Um, so the ones we didn't pick were Rudolph, he's nice. Uh, the Grinch, who is both, because he's... Um, Sometimes he's he kind of gets nice at the end. Um, it depends on how big his heart is. Yeah. Then there's the Yule cat from Iceland who's naughty. Um, they live in the, uh, the the Yule cat lives in the household of Gryla and 
Uh, there, that's the one. Now, that cat eats children who didn't receive clean uh, uh, clothes for Christmas yes, Day. That's right, yes. <laughs> um, so, so this giant cat feasts on anyone unless they've received new clothes for Christmas. So basically, um, poor kids are already in a yeah. bad spot, but then they got to be eaten because they can't get new clothes. Yeah, yeah what's correct. that all about? Wow. That that's definitely something the Tories have, have instigated. <laughs> it just sounds like Boris Johnson's plans. But, you know. Oh yes, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we've got next up. We've got the Lutins from Normandy. They're a sort of hobgoblin. Um, they are they are sort of both, and they that they they can go either way. Um, there's another nice one called the Tom Ten from Scandinavia. That's a sort of gnome, a sort of protector. I think I may actually have one. Um, I think, yeah, I may have I may have one s- sitting on my um, sitting over there. Uh, well, it certainly looks like it. Um, we have another one which looks nasty, but is actually nice, called the Bell Snickle from Germany. Oh yes, I know Bell Snickle. Yeah, um, I have not uh, heard of it. He warns the children. He warns the naughty children to behave. And, and, and rewards the good ones with sweets. This is like a couple of weeks before, so I don't know if that infers that by sort of warning the naughty children, they may have time to repent and, and become good. But uh, <laughs> Of course, we have the Krampus, who is naughty, half goat, half demon. Um, <clears throat> Santa's evil counterpart. Um, um, so we've got Mrs. Claus. I don't, she just... She's the real power behind Santa, probably. Yeah. She's the she's the fattener of people. Yes, <laughs> yeah, she's nice. So, are there just regular like elves, like garden variety, like toy shop elves, or no? The, 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 there are there are elves on the list, but I think they're the ones that uh, Toppy picked earlier. I don't think there's any other types. There's there's Frau per Frau Perchter. From Austria, who was a gruesome witch who doles out both rewards and brutal punishments during the twelve days of Christmas, <laughs> uh, and also Jack Frost, who is a sprite-like character, um, ghost of Christmas past, who is nice, and the ghost of Christmas present, who is nice. Um, there's a zombie horse called Mary Lewid. Oh my! From, from Wales, who I've never heard of. Um, a zombie horse who rises from the dead every New Year's Eve to remind the living of, of their existence and even try and get into their house. Well, that's not hmm. practical. We had donkeys in our in our flat, and and, and that really wasn't practical. Right? Uh, zombie horses? No, 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 no. Donkeys. A little large. Yeah, donkeys. At least our donkeys were well behaved. But uh, um, uh, <laughs> then there's three nice ones. There's the the Who's from Whoville. Uh, the Grinch, um, the Yule Goat from Sweden, um, the God Thor uh, apparently rode a chariot led by two goats. Yes, it did um, yeah. And then there's Dead Moroz from Russia, who sounds scary, but is the Slavic equivalent to Santa. He wears a blue fur coat. I think I quite like to see a blue fur coat. That'd be quite nice. Um, and then the Snow Maiden. She's nice. She's the granddaughter of Dead Moroz. Uh, and she wears blue robes and a furry hat. Mm. I think there was more nice people on this list than there was naughty. But uh, never I mind. just got all the naughty ones. <laughs> <laughs> I expect nothing less. <laughs> um, anyway, well, thank you, Toppy, for joining us. Uh, I think um, we have something else for, for Jay to be involved in, so I'm going to have to take him away, but we'll sure we'll all speak again soon. So. All right. Toodaloo, Paul. Yeah, thank you. Toodaloo, Jay. Bye for now. 
Listen, this is something that happened a little bit earlier. Jay knows about this. Um, um, so you know what's coming now, Jay. Um, <laughs> poor Jay's going to take ages to get over this. Uh, <laughs> so listeners, you know how Yithy Uncle John is is very busy taking photos and trying to make this into a, a new career. Um, and, um, well, uh, it, it's quite early in this process, but... Um, he, he he asked Jay if, if uh, Jay could be a, a model for him, and Jay agreed. Uh, but little did he know uh, what was was being a model for Yitinko John was going to involve. <laughs> but, uh, it's not the glamorous. It's not the glamorous uh, world of modelling that you surprise, hope, surprise. Hope. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jay! Thank you for being here. Um, uh, yes, I've, I have done a few of these before, but uh, you know, I'm just trying out my hand, as it were. Uh, so, uh, um, if you could just uh, just just strike a, a natural pose, please. Okay. Yeah. That's very good. Yes, very nice. Uh, 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 maybe just turn around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yes. And uh, um, maybe um, there's there's. Uh, there's some mud on the floor. If you like, just pick it, pick it up and sort of hold it in your hand. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, now maybe, uh, um, perhaps just smear it for your hair. Oh, you haven't got much hair, but for your beard. Smear <laughs> it for your beard. Yeah. Okay, yeah. if that's what you're looking for. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of caveman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, kind of gross. Go ahead. Yeah, there are people out there who like this sort of thing. Um, and the only work I'm getting at the moment is Caveman Weekly. So, I, 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 I know it, it, it doesn't, it, it seems a bit strange, but uh, um, I, 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 I did try and get Bettina to pray to, uh, to take part as a, like a, a, a cave woman, like a, like a matriarch cave woman. And she agreed? She, no, she wasn't having any of it. <laughs> uh, which is why I thought, I, I thought of you instead. Uh-huh. But, uh, um, but uh, maybe just um, uh, sort of uh, strike a pose. And, uh, I'm running out of... What else is it that photographers say? Uh, just... just um, oh, uh, there's a, a, a fur... Do a fur thing there. If you just like to... Slip it, slip that on, slip that on, uh, like a. Uh, there, then you'll be like a pop cave man. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, 
Where did this bud come from, anyway? Mud? Oh, I just found it outside the house. I think it's, I think it's mud, but... Uh, uh, um, just, just um, maybe, uh, grab that club, that club, and uh, look, look all like a angry caveman. I can do that. Yeah. Oh, that's quite realistic. You look like you're really cross. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, it's uh, maybe... I wonder if poverty's made your virtual reality dinosaur yet. No, that's probably too soon. Um, yes. Uh, so, uh, there's some... There's... Uh, oh, uh, there's a strike pose again. Yeah. Well, there must be, there must be uh, some other things you can say. Um, this... Um, uh, pull a face, like an angry face, I mean, even angrier. Okay. Um, yeah, you do know you're not being paid. <laughs> even angrier, that's right, that's better here. <laughs> now, um, whilst, whilst, you're, whilst you're there, um, I've got some comics that you might be interested in. Um, very old copies of, of Wonder Woman when she, where she's blue. Um, <laughs> are you interested? <laughs> no. Oh dear, those are pretty rare, aren't they? Yes, yes, they are. Just, just going to go and uh, just going. To, uh, back in a minute. Back in a bit. Just start. Oh, stay. Start okay. putting you on. Just like uh, this. Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. Oh dear. Oh dear. I haven't got any film in this camera. Uh, I'll wait till he finds out. I think I better run. I better go. Just stay, stay there. I'll be back in a minute. Sure. Oh dear. Oh dear. So I'm really sorry, Jay. It's very embarrassing. Um, <laughs> whole, uh, you know, uh, there's no no way that you should have come all the way over to the side of the podcast to dress as a caveman um, just because that's the only work that he can get is, is, is taking photos for caveman weekly for goodness sake well and you have to know that when you agree to something with the Eddie Uncle John you just never quite know what you're going to get well yes so uh, it could have been worse I suppose but not much <laughs> um, but uh, um, so so um, yeah I, I'm just really sorry about that in fact he didn't have any film in his camera it's just uh, oh my god just, just very embarrassed for for him yeah. but uh and slightly embarrassed for you but uh, yeah. anyway but uh, well at least i know nobody will see them then yes yeah well no that's one good thing although <laughs> well it appeared on all only on audio of course and and right. listeners um for, for listeners who who uh um, didn't know about this development. Uh, yes, Yeti Uncle John's latest big thing. And, and this photo session took place technically when he was still in shame jail. It was a, like a, you know, something poor, poor, poor old Jay had to go to shame jail uh, to, to dress as a caveman um, <laughs> because they wouldn't let him out. To not, they wouldn't let Yeti Uncle John out. It was, it was part of, you know, um, like, career development for Yeti Uncle John. Um, so, yes. Uh, it's much nicer in Shame Jail than I expected. Yes, it is very, yes, it is very nice. They, they always seem to be playing computer games. Um, but, uh, yeah, as I was... Um, so, so listeners, if you, if you didn't realize, it, it, it is Yeti Uncle John's uh, new latest big thing. And when he's out and about, um, you know, after episode 500, then, um, yeah... 
I'm sure we'll hear a lot more of him taking photos of people. But this, this I think, was you know one of his first sessions, and uh, I really hope that uh, the experience isn't repeated. And I was going to say, I hope that he does a better job next time. Yes, I hope so. Now, Jay, we, we're coming to the end of the show, but um, first, I need to share with the listeners um, this great development uh, with uh, your, your spider son, Aragog. Yes. Um, now, listeners, uh, this has only come to light quite recently, but um, Aragog has a really highly developed um, general knowledge. Um, now it's very, very difficult because his voice is very, very quiet. But um, we're going to do a, a ten, uh, ten question general knowledge quiz, and I'm going to read the questions, and then um, Aragog is going to whisper the answer in JD, and Jay will say the answer, and I will confirm whether whether it's right or not. But I mean, this is something we'd like to go into more. More. Depth. I'm going to go for general knowledge, and I'm going to go for hard. Um, oh wow! Right out of the gate, huh? Yeah, I think he's up to it. I think he's that good. Okay. The only problem is, is some of these things. It's just the pronunciations that I have. <laughs> um, but um, so, so we go, yeah, we're going to go. Um, we're going we're to go for these ten questions, listeners. You're going to be really, you know, you thought yes, Uncle John was was clever sometimes when he does quizzes. I mean, that's the only time he is ever clever sometimes but uh, Aragog you're going to be really impressed how many spiders know this much um, so Jay uh, Jay and Aragog are, are you ready I think we are yeah Let's do it. So, so question one in medicine chromatopsia chromatopsia is the term for abnormally colored what uh, Aragog if you'd like to whisper the answer in Jay's ear so, Aragog, what is the answer, Jay? What does he say? He's the telling answer? me he believes it's vision. He is right. Well done, Aragog. So that's uh, that's very good. So, question, question two: bump, hook, neck shot, and wraps are all terms used in which sport? Uh, Aragog, what what is the answer? Hmm. Really, you think so? Okay. He says it's polo. Well he, well, he would be right. Yes, that's right. Wow. Um, don't suppose, he, I don't suppose Aragog's ever played a game of polo, but does not to say he doesn't take I don't it. even know if he's ever watched a game of polo. No, no. Um, question three. Rivola is a soft drink which originated in which European country? Aragog. Rivola is a, is a soft drink which originated in which European country? Aragog, what's the answer? Um, okay. Switzerland. Absolutely right. Three out of three. Doing nice really well, Aragog. <laughs> uh, question four. In which year was the maximum speed limit of 17 miles per hour introduced in the UK? Um, Aragog, which year do you think it was? Jay, what does he think? He says it's 1965. Spot on. 1965. That's the answer. Wow. Um, Okay. Um, question five. Lucky Man is a 2003 autobiography by which US actor? Um, Aragog, what do you say? Hmm. 
No, he says he's read this one. He says it's Michael J. Fox. He's, yes, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, question six. Which English county was represented by the nine children of honour at the coronation of King Henry VIII? Aragog. Which English county was represented by the nine children of honour at the coronation of King Henry VIII? He's thinking about this when he's not sure. Hmm. Difficult, this one. All right, yeah, let's go for that. Uh, he's guessing it might be Cornwall. Yep, well done. Very good. Wow. Um, nice job. So, question seven. In animals, an oni... <laughs> an O-N-Y-C-H-E-T-O-M-Y is the removal of which part of the body? What do you think, Aragog? He says, and he hopes it never happens to him, claws. Yeah, he would be right. He would be right. Um, question eight. Which Nazi war criminal was officially charged with war crimes in February 1983. Um, Aragog. Klaus Barbie. Yep. Yep. Absolutely, yeah, well done. Two more questions. Exanophobia, exan, no, exanthophobia, exan, is the the irrational fear of which colour? Aragog. Sorry for not reading that properly. I've got to wait till he stops laughing at your pronunciation. (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh, Yellow. Yellow's right, yes. So, last question. See if, can you get 10 out of 10, Aragog? Uh, question 10. The 1998 autobiography, The Devil Rides Out, is by which UK comedian and television presenter? Aragog, what is it? What's the answer? Can you get it right? He's not 100% sure, but he's guessing Paul O'Grady. Yep. Well done. Jeez. 10 out of 10. That's crazy. Listen, as I told you, uh, he... I mean, last year we had, or two, in 2021, we had Ryan you know, going to space and being very good in quizzes. But uh, I think Aragog is a rival to Ryan. I think we'll be seeing uh, Aragog at uh, a few more um, uh, quiz leagues in, in the upcoming months. But, uh, well, if clearly you... Aragog has a bigger brain than Gigantosaurus. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> which is weird considering he's not even the size of a cube but yeah exactly well don't, don't think about it too much yeah <laughs> comparative hello again listeners it is myself Cuthbert the Robot I just wanted to let you know that the next 20 minutes of the show is a bit of a chat about the 2021 series of Doctor Who, which was entitled Flux, with one or two spoilers maybe if you've not yet seen it. Paul also mentions recent seasons of American Horror Story and The Walking Dead, as well as Worlds Beyond, one of the spin-off series. If these shows are not to your taste, or you're worried about spoilers, then jump on about 20 minutes as there is more fun Jay and Paul stuff before our show concludes. Apologies for bothering you. Happy listening exclamation. So 
you mentioned Doctor Who at the start. Um, have you been watching the most recent? Um, <laughs> was it called Flux? Funny Head Flex. Yes, <laughs> that's the bodybuilder version. But uh, um, how, how have you? How far have you got? You've you've seen the song? I, yeah, I am a half an hour into the finale. The last oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fortunately, I couldn't quite squeeze in the to get to finish the whole thing before we chatted, but so I apologize for that. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm through most of it. And I've already seen an advertisement for the, because uh, BBC America had, oh my, I just had a forward through a whole bunch of commercials. Uh, I'm watching it on my phone through the local cable or whatever you want to call it app, but because uh, it's on my DVR. But um, I just saw a commercial for the New Year's Day episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> Daleks again. Uh, I think we've had Daleks every every New Year's Day. For oh God! <laughs> but, uh, not sure about the New Year's Day one because it's all supposed to be like a romantic as well. But maybe it won't be too romantic. Hopefully, the Daleks will get in the way and make sure that they all get obliterated. The, the problem is they can, you know, sometimes they'll show uh, and you know an assistant companion or whatever. Um, and then you're like, oh, well, I guess they made it through the flux thing because yeah. I haven't seen the end yet. <laughs> yeah, they also did that a few times in flux with the, like, they do a cliffhanger and somebody was in peril and they show you that character. I, I just think they, they don't need to show you that character in the coming up next week. They, they, if they put, if they've shown a character in peril, that you yeah. shouldn't get to know what happens. I'm sure, you know, it's a, it's fifty minute program. I'm sure they can when whoever is compiling the next coming up next week could have chosen clips that did not involve the character you've just seen supposedly at, at right. about to die. I think maybe some of the issue is, especially in the UK, I would guess that, that Doctor Who is such an institution that people follow the news of it and stuff online so much that they already know way ahead of time whether an actor or actress is leaving the program and who's coming and who's going and so maybe it's not as much of a surprise. Except yeah. for the younger people that don't pay attention to it, I don't know. I suppose I'm still thinking from the point of view of you know people coming to it in five years' time or something when it's old news, but it's still right. new new news. If, you know, it's like me watching forty year old episodes of Sons and Daughters, but episodes I don't know what happens, right? Um, and I don't know if characters live or die because I know they're not in it at the end of the show, but I don't know what happened to their, their character. Yep. You, you mentioned the Sontarans. You can kind of see why they do it, but they never used to do that sort of Sontaha thing. I, I, don't, really, right. I don't, really, don't really like that. I, uh, what I don't mind this time around is that I didn't like them when they were really, really short in, in the Tenant era. Uh-huh. Uh, because they were never that short in the original series. I mean, the Sontarans, although they're sort of in the top five also recurring monsters of Doctor Who only appeared four times in the classic series, once with Pertwee, twice with Baker, and once with Colin Baker and Patrick Troughton. So they yeah, they that four times is a lot is 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 still enough for you to be one of the most re- recurring right. monsters. But um they were never that short as they were in the tenant era um in the original series. And in fact in the the two doctors, the Colin Baker one, they were surprisingly tall, <laughs> too too tall. But uh, but but they seem to be sort of about right height in in flux. Uh, yeah, um, riding horses and things. And well, what was I don't remember the name. What was the 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 name of the uh, the duo that was helping the doctor 
back. Oh, yeah. One was a Silurian. I think she yeah. was a Silurian, wasn't she? The, the scientist. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I can't and her, the Centauran was her assistant, but I can't remember what his name was. But I can't remember what height, if he was like the, the same height as she was or if he was a short one. Yeah, I think they were still, because that was sort of Matt, either Matt Smith or Capaldi era. I think they probably were a bit, uh, I mean, they have sort of made them at times sort of comedy villains as well as all. Yes. There's certainly more comedy than there ever was involving them than there ever was with with them originally but i i don't necessarily mind that because um because it, it kind of takes the mickey out of the sort of alpha male side to their characters um uh or the sort of yeah so i can't i, I don't i don't mind that um have, have you got to the scene where they end up in the sweet shop yet no actually i think that's is that the one that's like the corner shop Yes, I think they're just about to do that when I okay. stop watching. I won't, I won't, I won't, so that, that that almost goes too far, but I won't. I won't okay, so. <laughs> um, but I think it just about uh, just just about sets. Uh, yeah, because there's times when they almost back in probably during the Tenant era where they were almost sort of like the Three Stooges wearing metal yeah. helmets, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There was that scene in one of the um, the the episode where they were having the war with them um, uh where the lady was running the um uh like the hospital and, and there was a there was a quite funny sort of bit of banter between because they're so confident about you know, right how they're going to win even if they they you know statistically they probably not one half as many times as as their competence would suggest but um what, what would you say with with the highlights of what you've seen so far? What, what well, you... um, the first episode, I remember finishing it and thinking that was a lot shoehorned in to that episode. Like, I guess because they were setting it up for a whole, you know, a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first one, I was kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, Doctor Who is one of those shows that like even a bad do- a quote unquote bad Doctor Who is still better than most TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> but uh um, I was a little overwhelmed after the first one, but things started finally ironing out and stuff. But I would say, um, even though I loved, you know, when Blink first came out, it was amazing. Like everybody raved about that episode, even though the doctor was barely in it mm-hmm. and the weeping angels were so cool and everything. Then they sort of got overused a bit or it felt that way. Yeah. Um, so I was a little leery when they brought them back here, but that was actually the episode, which I think was the third one. Mm-hmm. I think the second one was the Santarin one. Yeah. And the third one was the Weeping Age one. That one is where I, things started to coalesce a little bit more for me. So um, I am wondering – now, I did not look at the credits, but I get the feeling that the guy, the alien who infiltrates unit with the, the like the, the streak of gray hair and, the black, and yeah. his black hair, he looks to me almost like the same actor that's also playing the main baddie, uh, the one that's got all the makeup and the, the – the, uh, I don't know the the jewels and stuff in his. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know if it's the same person or not, but they almost seem like they're, um, like it's the same actor underneath. Uh, but I haven't looked to see if that's really the case or not. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Should this? Well, I can't. I, I can't say. But they, I mean, it, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Uh, I do quite like those, those, those baddies. That they are sort of quite eye catching. Um, They're interesting, yeah, for sure. That looks like it took a lot of time to make. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's funny what you say about the, the Weeping Angels because I went back and checked, and they haven't they haven't had a, a story for a, quite a long time. But it just feels it's been like the Sontarans. Feels like they've been more recently, but it's it, it, it's it's sort of. Uh, I have a feeling it's almost like ten years since the Weeping Angels last had a story, but it wow. feels, but it feels. Um, I'm trying to think if there's a if there was another one, but I know I know the last one with Amy and Rory was a. So, so you're going back to Matt Smith. Yeah, there was another one since. Or well, the thing is, what they tend to do is often, like you might just have a Weeping Angel for, or you might have like an. I'm sure the they haven't like they've got. An, an ood and we haven't seen ood's for a long time but right. we have seen ood's in different we have seen ood's like in the story they were first in but then we've seen them in different contexts and different right or in the background or something the background, where they're not really so that, the main. Feel, yeah so it feels yeah. like they've been so w- whether we have had a, an angel um i quite appreciated the fact that they didn't have to that you could have just a, a dalek passing by yes um, uh, or sorry, you didn't have to have but it didn't have to be about <laughs> didn't have to be about them or they didn't have to have a massive part or or because it was i i like the fact that you didn't have to rush to fill it in in 45 minutes and it 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 felt like and it, it didn't it, even though it's sort of the same story it wasn't like a six-part old style doctor Who story where it, it's is clearly just all set in the same location it did right. feel much bigger than, than, than oh, that yeah yeah it was a nice would... halfway b- between the two I really like the idea of the idea of a um, I, I guess I have to say spoilers in case somebody hasn't watched it by now at this point or something. But, but by the time this comes out, but um, the idea of like an angel hiding inside of a human mind, I thought was pretty clever. Yeah, I kind of forgotten because I had I had been jumping back ages ago. I decided I was going to wa- kind of watch it all again from the start. And I got to this, the end of Tenant and. And kept thinking, oh, yeah, I, I'll do it next week, or or it needs to be right at the right time. And of course, never really got there. So, in fact, what I've been doing is just watching them completely out of order, just ones I fancy, and then kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe I watch this one. So I probably will watch. What I don't, this is I had this conversation with Nick before now. That, that I don't the idea of watching something in order. Um, sometimes freaks it's me out i don't want to do yeah. it yeah yeah it kind of feels like you're committing yourself to a massive yes and i don't really want to do that um I, I i even if i do watch it all i'd rather rather do it my way and even if that means i'm watching it backwards or jumping backwards and forwards and then right um it'd be different if you were watching it for the first time but since you've already seen it at least once you know that you're not gonna you know yeah. anything they might refer to that might happen before yeah. or after you're gonna know kind of have an idea what it was it's like rewatching Dark Shadows. The idea of starting from the beginning just seems so much. But when I do watch some episodes, I usually just jump into a particular era and watch a few episodes. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, but uh, but anyway, so I, I have. I think I'd watched one of Matt Smith's early ones with with the with the angels, and and the lady kind of has has a bit of dust in her eye, and uh, and I'm glad I sort of seen that just before I saw it again because that was along the same lines. And I think I might have forgotten that, that they had done. I, I was kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, I know what's going on. Or, yeah, I don't remember that either. From Yeah, it's the thing. It's quite, well, you know, a long time ago. Now. Um, and if you're only, a lot of New Who, I only, I've only seen 
um, the wants, not because I didn't like it, just because I, I think I wasn't in the right place to be rewatching it. The the early episodes, I when it was a new when it was new new, yeah. I, I watched I watched probably watched the Christopher Eccleston season a lot more than I've watched anything else because at the time it was kind of such a big novelty that it was back. Uh, yeah, I um I'm kind of the same way. I would say the majority of them I've only seen the one time. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have I do have the Eccleston, uh, and I think the first two seasons of Tenant on DVD. So I've watched. I've definitely watched all of Eccleston again. I've definitely watched at least the first season of Tenant again, because I remember uh, getting at least into the Marthas, who actually was my favorite uh, Tenant companion. Um, But I did not finish her season. So I have not rewatched anything after that a second time. Yeah, I've I've probably watched the odd odd one or two. And this year I'm thinking of watching... At Christmas, as there is no uh, uh, listeners, uh, I'm not quite sure if this episode's coming up before or after Christmas, but uh, so uh, yeah, apologies um, for for the timey wimeyness of, of the recording. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking because there's no Doctor Who on Christmas Day, I might watch two Christmas specials that I really can remember very little about. What one being the the Snowman, which is an early Clara one, where she's not playing Clara, she's playing. So I think the, when Clara first came to him, she kept getting killed off, and then she. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think this is the second one where she, uh, and I think it's got the great intelligence, but no Yeti. Um, and then the, then I thought I might watch the other one where they're on a like last Christmas or something. I, um, where they're on a base, but I, I can't remember much about it. But the, but those are two I can't really remember much. So so that that they will be good ones to kind of maybe watch on Christmas Day if I want something, um, sort of Doctor Whoy. But, now, do you own them all, or do you have access to them through through a service or something? I do own them all, and okay. I also have access. Well, um, the BBC iPlayer, I think, has them all on there at the moment. So, okay. at least the new, not not the old show, but um, but yeah, the other new stuff. So, I, yeah. I can just dip into there. I don't have to go and find the DVDs. So. I also started uh, recently watching. I think it's the Macro Terror. Oh, uh, yeah. the, the John one in the animation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. S- since that one, there's been at least one or two. I depend. I can't remember which order they came out in because the, there was the Fury from the Deep, which was another Patrick Troughton one, and then oh. very recently, Evil of the Daleks. Um, yeah, no, I'm wrong. Um, Fury from the Deep's the one I just started. The oh, yeah. Macro one. That's the one with like the crab-like creatures, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I see, I finished that one. Um, yeah, I started Fury of the Deep. I feel like there's another one on there now called. And maybe it's on my DVR, but I, so I don't know whether it's an old one or not. There's, there's something called the Faceless Ones. Yeah, that's another one. I okay, mean, yeah, so, so, so that's on my Patrick, DVR as well. Yeah, so many Patrick Troughton ones have been um, animated recently. Um, cool. Yeah, the Faceless Ones, uh, I mean, it depends what you get access to, but the Faceless Ones, uh, that goes straight into Evil of the Daleks. So oh, okay. uh, they're st- it, uh, it finishes off at an airport, and then the first episode of Evil of the Daleks they're at an airport. They're at the same airport. So, if you, if you were able to have them both lined up, then you better just follow straight through. But uh, okay. Um, and they've also just released Galaxy Four, which is the first um, William Hartnell animation that they've done. Um, oh, nice. Um, I I uh, I I, started, I watched about half of it, but uh, I mean, it's just it's not necessarily my 
most favourite stories. Some of the animations definitely improve. It's one of those ones where, like, they're, they're on a planet where the women are in control and the men are just sort of slaves. Yeah. Um, so it, it's sort of you've seen that s- sort of story on Star Trek and all sorts of places. It, right. Um, so it just feels a bit, even though at the time it was probably quite bored, you still get the male companion kind of like, what, you, you're in control sort of thing. So it, it, does, it is a bit dated. Um, yeah. But it is one of those things where the animation probably improves on what what would have been there on the screen in the same way as the crab in Macro Terror was awful from what you can tell from photos. But on the animation, it looks really it good. It looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. So I think yeah, I think they did a great job with the ones I've seen so far. Yeah, I mean, Fury from a Deep is another one where the main monster is like a seaweed monster, mm-hmm. uh, and I I think probably is improved by being animated. Um, certainly towards the end, they're able to make it look quite cinema- cinematic, um, which I can't imagine it would have looked half as good on the actual BBC. No, <laughs> yeah, the the stories actually are, are are a bit are quite similar in in the plot if you just kind of took out the monster itself. Yeah. The Macro Terror and the um, Fury from the Deep. They're not that far apart in plot. You got the like, you know, the angry guy who's in charge of whatever that doesn't listen. And, <laughs> yeah. and the, the Macro Terror, I think, is probably better at being four parts than, than Fury from the Deep. I can't remember if it's six or seven but now, but it's it does feel like by the end it's kind of, oh dear, uh, Evil of the Daleks was a bit the same. There were a few, pa- a couple of padding episodes in the middle. Yeah. I think we may need to move on. We can always come back and talk about Doctor Who again um, uh, another time. But I just wanted, because you made me think, talk, talking about episodes or series with, with padded episodes. Um, I've just been watching the the, the recent uh, seasons of American Horror Story, mm-hmm. uh, which is some, a show that I sometimes love and sometimes hate. And when I hate it, it's usually because of that reason, where they've, had to pad it or, or there's just too many episodes and they haven't got the plot um and and i think this season they've got around it by doing something called double feature uh so they've got 10 episodes but the first story is six parts and the second story is four parts the first one is sort of a bit vampire but but not quite not traditional and the second one is is sort of alien roswellish sort of um thing but again doing their own thing uh, and I didn't find that it outstayed its welcome. Uh, and I've also been watching American Horror Stories, which is like an anthology show. Mm-hmm. Um, and although the first story was much more connected, it was set in the, the house from the first season, and it was a two-parter, so it did seem you know l- longer. Um, I've just seen one which was set at a drive-in, and reminds me a bit of one of those Italian films like Demons, which was set in a cinema. Um, yes. Uh, and I've, I've, it's sort of about a, a cursed film, uh, like a, a film which was shown once and everybody, pretty much everybody died or went crazy watching it. Um, oh, yeah. There was a Masters of Horror like that. Um, yeah. Cigarette Burns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of enjoy, I kind of enjoyed those. I've also been watching, I, I kind of, I know you're, you're the same. Like I used to be like Walking Dead, and then I, I got bored of it. Um, mm-hmm. a, a few, quite a few, like quite a few seasons in, six or seven seasons in. But and I did watch Fear the Walking Dead, and quite enjoyed that, and and just sort of slipped because it was hard to kind of track down the episodes. Um, but I watched, and I have, I've, I just finished watching. They they did another spin-off called 
um, Worlds Beyond, and, and it was just a two-season sort of ten-episode, um, was it even eight? But anyway, yeah, they weren't long seasons, uh, and and it was sort of a standalone uh, series. The the first series there were because it was more younger characters, um, and it was sort of ten years along the line. So uh, the, the first se- series was still very much sort of them coping. Like almost like a typical Walking Dead early season, mm-hmm. uh, and then the second season was a lot more to do with the, the people that had caused some of the things, and and, uh, and it wasn't so much out and about. But I did quite enjoy it because I knew it was it wasn't going to go on and on. I, I probably would have watched more of it, which is a good a good way to sort of feel about a show that you would have watched more if there was more. Um, I, I have access to the Disney Channel at the moment because um, we were going to do it just for a month. Um, we were actually doing it for because there was a Beatles documentary on there, which was the only way of watching it. And so we're both Beatles fans. Thought we'd do it for a month, but we've actually been quite impressed by what's on there because that's where the, the the most recent American Horror Story seasons were. And and, and I, I noticed that all of Walking Dead is on there. So I'm tempted if I'm really bored over Christmas, I, I might dip back in where I dipped out and, and um, watch some more of the later seasons. Again, I think that was partly it, it wasn't always easy to, to to catch an episode, or I'd or I'd sort of set it for, to record and then find it hadn't worked, so I'd end up missing episodes. So, mm-hmm. um, so I might go back to Walking Dead and watch, but I, I it'll have to change because I know it got I got very fed up of the setup with all the different factions and uh, yeah, the Negan thing just got to yeah, be for me. I, well, I finished through All Out War, which is where they sort of settled that whole conflict. But then when I realized they were going to keep the character on, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know if I can watch any more of him. Yeah, I think around the point that um, um, I've forgotten all the characters' names, but Andrew Lincoln's son died. I think yes, Carl. Yeah, I think that's Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I dipped out, but I can't quite remember. So I'm trying to, in a minute, work out where I'm gonna whether I'm gonna start at the season before he. Well, I know he dies in that season, but I'm thinking, do you need to put yourself through all that? You could get you could get to the point that you got bored of it and get bored of it again before you get to the new stuff. So maybe you should right. just dip in. I don't really want to dip in mid-season, but I suppose I just do that I'll, I'll see how it goes because it's actually because i think that's like season eight that means there's season nine and season 10 and, and season 11 is what they're doing now and i think they're going to that, that's where it's going to finish later or next year or in 2022 so yeah i've got quite a bit to catch up and they're quite long seasons so i don't really need to give myself more than i need to <laughs> well jay thank you very much uh for all you've done this episode um sure we, we will have we have got a couple of other things coming up after the 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 uh, the end titles but uh, um yeah uh listeners thanks for listening i'm sure we'll have jay back soon there's a, there's a lot to be uh, a lot to be thinking about a lot of um, virtual reality dinosaurs um maybe yeti uncle john will get you back for photo session what a more glamorous one maybe maybe <laughs> but he's had a bit more a bit more practice right but anyway i'd well, like to see his portfolio first yes as the actress said to the bishop anyway uh, <laughs> thanks again um and we will see you again soon all right bye goodbye 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 listeners
um, extra material. Uh, or as Toppy uh, would say, bonus material. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, so um, I've got a couple more words for you. Um, this is this is the one I was worried about how to pronounce. Uh, Allotrichius. U-L-O-T-R-I-C-H-O-U-S. Um, allotrichius. Um, if somebody is allotrichius, do they have woolly or very curly hair, know how to ride a, a unicycle, or often bother neighbours? The first one, the curly yeah. hair. Yeah, the... Um, the, the definitions were, were, were the other two definitions were a bit silly. Yes, it is lovely <laughs> or very curly hair. Um, knows how to ride a unicycle. Uh, right. probably, it turns out there probably is a word for that. But, uh, oh, probably. Yeah. Um, Besides unicyclist. Yes. Um, okay. So another one. If something is ramiferous, um, does it A, have branches, B, eat sheep? Or C, get ravenously hungry with ease. So if you're ramiferous, uh, uh, do you have branches, eat sheep, or are you shayeti? No. Um. And you did say eat sheep and not eat cheap. Right? Eat, eat, eat sheep. Okay. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Uh, I'm going to say branches. Yes. Again, those last two well, I guess you could be ravenously hungry, but uh, eat cheap. I mean, that's so, so specific. <laughs> yeah, that's a very specific diet. Um, let me see if I can find one that isn't quite as silly uh, to finish with. Um, well, also, there's like coniferous and all those, and so it sounded tree-related. Yeah. So. Let's try this one. What is a gabelle? Um, is it a tax originating from a tax on salt in France? Um, a small button, such as those used to hold epaulettes? Or is it a small reindeer-like creature? Can you spell it? Um, yes, G-A-B-E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. I'm going to say it's the second one, the button. Small button. Yeah. It's actually the tax originating, the salt tax in France. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't think it was the the, the, the animal because I had never heard of that. Not that I know every animal there is, but <laughs> it did bring it uh, up. Yeah. Uh, um, well, there you go. Three more words. You Hopefully you can use that, that in, in, in polite... polite uh, Especially uh, that last one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that would come up all the time. A dinner party or something. Yeah. Into polite conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I gotta go now. <laughs> Bye. I gotta go. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh, dear. <laughs> What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. 
We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. So um, we're going to do another dinosaur. Um, did you want to look at what sort of dinosaur? We've got that Spinosaurus who's bigger than the Gigantosaurus. Or did you want to go for something like a Diplodocus or a Triceratops? Or what was your choice? What would you like? Let's do, because um, I don't think it's quite, well, Spinosaurus. I think Spinosaurus became popular because of the third Jurassic Park movie. Let's do it to Plodocus. Okay. So they're plant eaters. Uh, they graze in large herds, the same as Triceratops. You are right. I don't know why. I'm sure, yeah, it's Diplodocus, but I'm sure we used to pronounce it Diplodocus when we were... Yeah, yeah, we did. As kids, you probably did. By the way, I apologize that I'm doing this, not Cromarty, because um, Cromarty is busy making dinosaurs for you. Oh, he's a busy man. He's busy, busy. Sorry about yes. Um, the meaning of their name is double-beamed lizard. They lived at the end of the Jurassic period. Now, how does the Jurassic... Do we, have we... I know we have talked about the Jurassic period. It's the one before the Cretaceous period. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, although it looks like they kind of go over into the... They're like... Yeah, they sort of... They, they hang around. Um, uh, um, they are the longest known dinosaur. Up to 27 metres, 88 feet. They weighed about 12 tonnes, as much as a large truck. Um, so... You wouldn't want to use them to deliver your shopping. Um, Probably take a while to get there. Yeah. They lived about 154 to 150 million years ago in the late Jurassic period. This was about the same time as the Stegosaurus uh, Stegosaurus dinosaur and the Allosaurus. Um, They have very powerful back legs. Uh, Its body was balanced by a long, heavy tail, often used as a weapon against attackers. Uh, what's that? What's that one with the long tail that has a like a, a like a spiny thing at the end? That's, that's uh, well, Ankylosaurus has like a uh, a, a like a club at the end. Oh, yeah. And Stegosaurus has spikes on its tail. Yeah. Um, their size would have also been a deterrent to predators. Um, it, it was thought that the tail dragged along as it walked, but no drag mark, but no drag marks had been found. Beside fossilized footprints, mm. um, they had a very small head compared to the size of its body. It would have had a very small brain. Um, scientists now think that it would not have been able to lift its head much higher than its body. So a lot of the earlier drawings of this dinosaur with its head at tree level would be wrong. That's um, yeah, that's definitely an ever-evolving science. Like they're constantly finding out stuff. Yeah. Um, would have eaten trees, bushes, cycads, ginkgos, and ferns, and had peg-like teeth. They they've been found in North America. Uh, yeah. Well, there we go. Um, cool. They're not the heaviest dinosaur. The Brachiosaurus mm-hmm. um, that weighed thirty tons. Uh, so that's like twice the heaviness so like two two big trucks <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so there we go well don't rush to make a decision um you know uh, i think comedy is working on the science and uh, you know and and uh, you could even invent your own dinosaur like a mixture of all your favorite bits but uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, 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 but it's up to you to decide so. right that sounds good
that Chiyoti baby today. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> now that one was funny. <laughs> now there's this one bit, Jay, uh, that that we missed off the list, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if we've got time to do it, but uh, um, Yeti Uncle John's very interested. Now, you suggested that one of the things we could do was something called Seven Steps from Heaven. Seven uh, Minutes of Heaven. Oh, Seven Minutes in Heaven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is, 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 is that something that Yeti Uncle John can be released upon, or is it just too, is it just too much trouble this, for this time? That's up to you. I'm, I'm just that's, worried. That's up to the wardens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just worried. He's here. You can, you, you, you can have him for a, minute, a few minutes and, and see what you come up with, but... Uh, um, if your Uncle John Jay's here, he wants to get his own back. I mean, he wants to uh, he wants to speak to you. Oh, yes, what's this seven minutes in heaven? I could do with that. What? Yeah, what? you never heard of that before? No, I never heard of that before. Mm. It's a party game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do I get prizes? What's that? Do I get a prize? Uh, in a manner of speaking. Okay. What do I have to do? Uh, you have to go with me into this closet for seven minutes. Okay. Yes. It's, it's very dark in here. It is. That's the idea. Oh, you're tickling me. Stop it. Wait, what is that? It's, just, it's, just, it's my chains. My fallen chain. Chain jail. Oh. I promise. Oh, stop it. Are you sure you want me to stop it? Oh no, stop it. Don't we? Oh, no. <laughs> oh dear. This, uh, this is wrong. <laughs> oh, you're not looking at your watch now, are you? No. But <laughs> I, have, I have more than seven minutes, please. <laughs> I can spare a little more time. What is going on in there? What is going on in there? Oh, well, we're, we're uh, discussing philosophy. Redecorating, redecorating. Yes, that too. This is the end of the show. This we're stopping it now. Stop it. Stop it. Paul, what's going on over here? Oh dear, oh dear. You uh, it's time to go, listeners. This is all out war. Oh dear, oh dear. I can't believe it. What is going on? Um maybe I should get going. Oh, just just another five minutes. It's <laughs> Yaku John, stop it. Tommy! Get it you get you get it spam. I can't believe it. You know, when I listen to the Shy Life podcast, it makes me want to bake pies all day long. I don't know why. <laughs> oh my God, there's nothing I like better is when another new episode of the Shy Life podcast comes out. Yes. Still there. Is that, I, I just I was just chewing something, so I went to quiet. <laughs> oh, the the uh, the uh, did the cheese come out? Cheese came out. Yeah. <laughs>